Fox 5 and Hot 97 present Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Welcome to the special episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're here on Rikers Island. This jail has been immersed in controversy and challenges for years, but now major changes are underway. So we came here for an exclusive interview with Louis Molina and a look at what's really going on. If you looked at the stage area of the chapel, it looked like any community event marking hip-hop's 50th anniversary. We were the only camera crew allowed inside the razor-wired walls. For a moment, it was possible to forget we were in the RNDC, the most dangerous housing unit in one of the most notorious jails in the United States, Rikers Island. The correction officers lining the walls and the detainees dressed in tan uniforms reminded us we were among the most violent accused offenders and gang members in the city. DOC Assistant Commissioner Sekou Maat put this experiment in peace through music all in perspective. All eyes are on RNDC. This is a very unique opportunity that we have here. Folk are wanting us to ensure that this is safe, that we do the right thing. The special event came less than two weeks after it was announced Commissioner Louis Molina would be leaving to assume the role of Assistant Deputy Mayor for Public Safety. In recent months, Federal Monitor Steve J. Martin has stepped up his criticism of Molina and his department for the ongoing violence on Rikers Island. He's even questioned whether the city is telling the truth about the crime reduction numbers. Plus, a judge has opened the door to the possibility of a full federal takeover. In an exclusive interview, Molina admitted there's more work to be done, but says they've made progress, especially, he says, given the collapsing, chaotic, underfunded jail system he inherited. We had an over 20% decline in slashing and stabbings, and calendar year to date, those declines are still occurring, over 20%. And in 2022, we had a 14% decrease in use of force incidents, and we're continuing that decreasing trend. Molina pushed to bring an inmate recording studio into the jail as one of its occupational training programs. He supported this hip-hop jubilee event for detainees and believes it's much more than entertainment. Why are these programs like this that you've been fighting for since you became commissioner so important to you? Yeah, they're important. I mean, hip-hop is another way of doing music therapy um, to reach young adults especially that are, that are just as involved. Some very well-known incarcerated hip-hop artists from the drill music movement put aside their differences and wrote a song they all performed together in peace, at least for the moment. In accordance with the Department of Correction regulations, we are not showing the faces of any detainee performers or those in the audience, but it was clear they made their mark. The VIP guest and lock superstar Styles P told them their goal should be to get out and never come back. When you get free, stay free, this shit ain't worth it. It's fun outside. Y'all too, you should be doing that shit outside. Reaping the benefits, having fun, doing great Hip-hop is another way of doing music therapy um, to reach young adults especially that are, that are just as involved. Um, we've had that. We've leveraged athletic opportunities with kids in the community coming in here to play with the young adults, which we view as kids that are in our custody. And it's had a really big impact on just reducing violence, addressing the root drivers of why they're just involved. So it's, it's important that our programs um, enrich 
um, and address their issues, and our program departments within the DOC are the ones that do it the best. Some people might say, you know, programs like teaching detainees how to make music or start music careers and that type of thing, and some of these other programs, that why should they be getting that while they're behind bars? So I think program interventions are important, whether we're talking about music therapy or those detainees that have an interest in the music industry, let's capitalize on that so that we can expand their interest not only in music, but in other soft skills that are gonna get them to be successful as returning citizens when they go back to their communities. We also want them to be able to see the advantage of being involved in programs, right? And the first point is to make sure that we, are in, we have um, opportunities that are their interests. Music, our Hip Hop Jubilee today is one of them, connected to the commemoration of the 50 years anniversary in hip hop. Last week, we had intramural sports here for the young adults, rival gang members playing on the same team with kids from the community to come here with their families to be able to watch that. We're performing miracles every day on this island. And I think when people come here to visit and they see what we're doing, I think they're amazed at the turnaround that has happened between what was in place in 2021 to what you see today. Rikers Island has always had gangs. You're a lifelong uh, career law enforcement professional. Is the gang situation today different that you're facing here? Um, I don't think it's different. I think that given that there's no, there's such a high concentration of individuals that are here as violent offenders, we have done a lot to lower the length of stay. So when we got here, it was about 130 to 140 days. With our enhanced court production, which has today like about a 97 to 99% success rate, we've been lowered, we lowered that to about 103 days, but the cases are not being adjudicated through the court fast enough. So gangs, coupled with a long length of stay, we have almost 500 people that have been here over two years waiting. We have almost 1,000 individuals that have been charged with murder over 600 individuals that have been charged with attempted murder, that coupled with a significant amount of percentage of our population suffering from mental illness creates a natural volatile situation. But our uniform officers, our non-uniform staff, we have answered the call, violence is down and use of force is down. Those are facts. In the 22 months that you've been commissioner, congratulations Thank on you. your promotion now to assistant deputy mayor for public safety. Thank you. Are there things that you wished you'd been able to do during this time? Because you came in with an action plan and got a lot of things done, but were there certain things that you were like, if only I'd had more time, or do you, are you gonna carry those over into your new role? Tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, so I think I'll, be, I'll definitely be carrying those over, supporting the next commissioner, and continuing on the trajectory that we started 22 months ago, and continue building on that. So I'm still gonna have a voice in that area, because corrections is part of the overall public safety strategy of this city. So I'll still be involved in that. I think we are continuing to do everything that we need to do to further stabilize and strengthen the agency, shift the culture of the agency, and really invest on in an infusion of talent that's been here to help us out. So I'm excited ab about all of those things. I look forward to working closer with the public safety strategies that has, under this administration, have already removed over 12,000 guns off the street, uh, implemented a subway safety plan that has increased ridership to over 4 million, so building on those things to make New York City even safer than it is today is something that I'm looking forward to. All right, and Commissioner, the, um, the Hip Hop Jubilee, Yes. how excited are you about this? Well, I'm, I'm excited. Every time that we can engage with our young adults um, is an exciting time for me. Um, these programs were not available when my family members were, were, were here um, as adolescents. I often wonder if they had that outlet, if they had those types of interventions, 
maybe their trajectory would have been different. They're better today than over 20 years ago when that occurred. But I think any opportunity that we can take to change a trajectory, especially of a young person's life that's just as involved, we have an obligation to do so. Coming up, we'll show you an innovative new program that's using hip hop to give young detainees a chance to turn their lives around. Yeah, 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 salute. This is General Steele from Smith & Wesson, and right now you're listening to Street Soldiers with your girl Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. I'm so glad you're with us for this special episode of Street Soldiers Inside Rikers Island. Our camera was the only one allowed in as hip-hop stars and music industry heavyweights shared their knowledge with detainees. There was a lot of energy on the stage for sure. We'd like to show you the detainees who performed, who included some of the hottest young drill artists in the city. But in accordance with Department of Correction regulations, we cannot show you their faces. It was a VIP panel of Joaquin Wadeen, president of Rough Riders, motivational speaker Pistol Pete, rapper Ray Wan, and hip-hop superstar Styles P. When you get free, stay free, this shit ain't worth it. It's fun outside. Y'all too, you should be doing that shit outside. Reaping the benefits, having fun, doing great I want to see all y'all free. I want to see all y'all living life to the best of your ability. And um, me and my nephew was just talking about it. A lot of y'all don't know, but this is kind of like the new form of slavery. So don't be a slave, like, you know what I mean? Really, don't be a slave. Don't keep, don't keep falling for the trap. Like, you know what I mean? The conditions ain't good. Everything ain't right. So when you get a chance, focus on yourself. Use this to the best of your opportunity. Learn what you can. Uh, you're in a bad spot, you're supposed to make the best of it, but when you get out, do what you gotta do, man. Love y'all. My brother passed growing up, bro, since I was little, bro. I was Styles P, bro. My brother used to always put that nigga when I used to go to school, bro. <laughs> know nobody's circumstances it's a lot in life that you could do get off your block go do other shit. I tell my friends that bro it's more to life we could do me and my brother came here just to check everybody see how it is and feel me I agreed to come do this glad I came so man it's trash just remember that after 30 years I never thought in my life I'd be on Rikers Island doing this you know what I'm saying so it's kind of like it's crazy to me because you know I did 17 years I was the first predicate on Rikers Island. You know what I'm saying? For those that you don't know, was the per first predicate on Rikers Island. The first guy that walked around with shackles, handcuffed, that bubble on, on, in, the, in the visit. I don't know if they're still there. You know, they did all kinds of shit just for me to get a visit. Because every chance I get, I get in, tr I get in trouble. I cut somebody. <clears throat> and um, I did 17 years, man. And it bothers me. It bothers me to see all y'all brothers in here like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Style said, this is, this is a whole new slavery man you know what i'm saying so this this ain't it you got to come out and do your thing work there's a lot of job opportunities out there you know what i'm saying so 
there's a lot of opportunities out there to, for jobs. You know what I'm saying? Giving good money and all that. So you ain't got to be ashamed of anything. Go out there and get a f***ing job. Excuse my language, man. So, and, um, and stay focused. You know what I'm saying? And while y'all ain't here, learn how to respect each other. Regardless of what color you rep, what block you rep and all that, let's learn how to respect each other and love each other, man. All right? Peace. Let's give it up to Styles P. That's yeah. Let's give it up to Pistol. Let's give it up to Locks. J1. This life is a journey. This is only a destination, right? This is only one stepping stone to your journey, right, for you to get to where you got to go. So the destination is one thing. That's just a chapter in your book, okay? So that's just a chapter in your book, and then you're going to have another chapter, and you're going to have another chapter, but stay on the journey. You will never be disappointed. I dedicated four or five years of my life to my non-for-profit called Rough Riders to the Rescue, right? And, I'm, and what we do, we adopt cities, right? So it's, it's five of a five-point system. Now, if y'all know anything about Rough Riders, we got members all over the world, right? We have over 300 chapters, thousands, thousands of members. We're turning cities into chapters now. See, before we did it for the love and fun. Now we're doing it for you. So this, this, this city right here, today, here in Rikers Island, we're gonna have a conversation with the commissioner, the mayor, Booney, you going with me, and we're gonna have a conversation about how to set the tone in the city right here in Rikers Island. We're gonna start where the beef is started right here, so you know it's beef going on in the streets, but the beef stays, you know, keep going because it's happened, the beef continues in the jail. So now, we have a music program, entrepreneur program. We have a, a community watch where we man our own hood. So we got young riders and rough riders. You know how a lot of the youth be like, yeah, y'all rough riders, but what y'all doing for us? We say, well, y'all young riders now, right? So y'all the next generation. So our job is to pass the torch. So if we don't pass the torch to y'all, we ain't do our job. See, a lot of cats do their job by passing the torch to the to their own kids and their own homies. But we gotta pass the torch to our community. That's the only way we survive. Salute. This is why. When we got here, everyone's like, Rikers is out of control. This is done, this, this can't be happening. This is a testament of all the SRG groups that we have in here today that we could come together for something positive and do the right thing. Most of you guys know, and I tell you, y'all are smarter than me. I just had different opportunities. We have so much talent, and a lot of the talent that we have, and you guys know this better than I do, is being wasted. It's being wasted. And so again, we have to use this as a platform and as a springboard to do the right thing so that we could get this jail in a position where, guess what? I don't want you to come back. We don't want you to come back. We don't want this to be a revolving door. But while you're here, we're going to make sure you get what you got coming. We caught up with Assistant Commissioner Sekou Ma'at after the event to get his take. When you were speaking to the detainees in there, it was very powerful what you were saying, like, I could be where you are if I hadn't had the opportunities that I had. And there wasn't any movement in the room, nobody was talking, they were really paying attention to that and you really reached them with that. That was a very personal, personal way to approach them. Right. And, and that's, and that, in the spirit of transparency, that's who we are. 
you know, that's who we are. But by the grace of whoever you deem is a higher power, go many of us. And so some of us could have been in the same situation. We just made different choices and had different outcomes. And so uh, when you manage from that perspective, you're always looking to try to make the place better. Commissioner, how important are programs like today, this hip hop jubilee, to the population here? Our programs are essential. Um, it gives the individuals in custody an outlet. It gives them a chance to smile, laugh, uh, celebrate. Um, it helps also with uh, them being active and engaged in different uh, activities. And so this type of program, whether it's uh, the hip hop program or a basketball program or uh, the Peace Center, some of the things that we have in RNDC, uh, it's essential to, to their development. And then in terms of the um, lasting effects, like this was, this was a wonderful, you know, a wonderful couple of hours for them, but in terms of the lasting effects, are there lasting effects to pro special programming like this? Absolutely. Um, we use programs like this as, as springboards. And so, and it's incentive for individuals in custody to do the right thing and to continue to do the right thing. And so if you have versus, and I use the term basketball, so if we have a basketball program or if we have uh, the Peace Center programs, then they're like, well, we're able to uh, go to the Peace Center or we're able to participate in different programs based on our behavior, based upon our sanitation, based upon uh, our cognitive skills in the unit. And so they do have lasting effects. Uh, some of the gentlemen that uh, were in the program today um, they don't always get the chance to celebrate. Some of the population here that's the most violent, accused of being the most violent, is here for longer and longer stays, according to what Commissioner Molina told us today. What kind of challenges does that present to you in terms of types of programming that you need to come up with for them? Well, you, obviously, um, in terms of longitudinal uh, programming, um, again, a lot of it is psychosocial, um, education, recreation programs. And so you have to actively keep the uh, individuals engaged. And so all the programs that we have, and we call them our minimum standards, uh, help and assist those individuals to be actively engaged. Of course, we have mental health services. So in the event that uh, an individual feels that it's becoming too stressful and uh, it becomes uh, too much anxious or anxiety provoking, then we also have mental health services as well. So, and then we also have discharge planning and, and social services, so. When you see the energy from the, from the music, you know, that the music gives you, the detainees and how it brings them together and what does it are you thinking of any other music programs or expanding the music program we, here we we do music programs we're also looking at a talent show because not only do the individuals rap but they also do poetry they, they sing uh in addition to they paint they draw and so we're looking at providing some programs in that magnitude as well and of course like i said before i i'm a proponent of midnight basketball right and that was something that we did back in the day. And so we'll bring the individuals to uh, the gym. To this gym to that this, we're standing to this in right gym, now. And we'll have basketball in the evening. We have done a basketball program about nine o'clock and it went to about 10 to 11, in which we had different SRG groups come down. Um, and we did it here and uh, this is the, these are the bleachers. And we also had, we wanna do like popcorn and just mm -hmm. kind of make it an evening for them right. to kind of get them out to the monotony of being a detainee, right. and so we've done it. Um, we'd like to do more of it, and um, as a matter of fact, we've had intermural uh, groups from the neighborhood, a group from different communities, come in to play the gentlemen that are incarcerated, that are in detainees oh, as well. Oh, that's great! So, um, so an intermural type um, 
basketball. So, yeah. All right. Yo, what up, people? This is Common, and this is The Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. The people, baby. Fox 5 and Hot 97 present Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Welcome to the special episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're here on Rikers Island. This jail has been immersed in controversy and challenges for years, but now major changes are underway. So we came here for an exclusive interview with Luis Molina and a look at what's really going on. If you looked at the stage area of the chapel, it looked like any community event marking hip hop's 50th anniversary. We were the only camera crew allowed inside the razor-wired walls. For a moment, it was possible to forget we were in the RNDC, the most dangerous housing unit in one of the most notorious jails in the United States, Rikers Island. The correction officers lining the walls and the detainees dressed in tan uniforms reminded us we were among the most violent accused offenders and gang members in the city. DOC Assistant Commissioner Sekou Maat put this experiment in peace through music all in perspective. All eyes are on RNDC. This is a very unique opportunity that we have here. Folk are wanting us to ensure that this is safe, that we do the right thing. The special event came less than two weeks after it was announced Commissioner Louis Molina would be leaving to assume the role of Assistant Deputy Mayor for Public Safety. In recent months, Federal Monitor Steve J. Martin has stepped up his criticism of Molina and his department for the ongoing violence on Rikers Island. He's even questioned whether the city is telling the truth about the crime reduction numbers. Plus, a judge has opened the door to the possibility of a full federal takeover. In an exclusive interview, Molina admitted there's more work to be done, but says they've made progress, especially, he says, given the collapsing, chaotic, underfunded jail system he inherited. We had an over 20% decline in slashing and stabbings. In calendar year to date, those declines are still occurring, over 20%. And in 2022, we had a 14% decrease in use of force incidents and we're continuing that decreasing trend. Molina pushed to bring an inmate recording studio into the jail as one of its occupational training programs. He supported this hip hop jubilee event for detainees and believes it's much more than entertainment. Why are these programs like this that you've been fighting for since you became commissioner so important to you? Yeah, they're important. I mean, hip hop is another way of doing music therapy um, to reach young adults especially that are, that are just as involved. Some very well-known incarcerated hip-hop artists from the drill music movement put aside their differences and wrote a song they all performed together in peace, at least for the moment. In accordance with the Department of Correction regulations, we are not showing the faces of any detainee performers or those in the audience, but it was clear they made their mark. A VIP guest and lock superstar Styles P told them their goal should be to get out and never come back. When you get free, stay free. This shit ain't worth it. It's fun outside. Y'all two, you should be doing that shit outside, reaping the benefits, having fun, doing great. Hip hop is another way of doing music therapy um, to reach young adults, especially that are that are just as involved. Um, we've had that. We've leveraged athletic opportunities with kids in the community coming in here to play with the young adults, which we view as kids that are in our custody. 
And it's had a really big impact on just reducing violence, addressing the root drivers of why they're just involved. So it's, it's important that our programs um, enrich um, and address their issues and our program departments within the DOC are the ones that do it the best. Some people might say, you know, programs like teaching detainees how to make music or start music careers and that type of thing, and some of these other programs, that why should they be getting that while they're behind bars? So I think program interventions are important, whether we're talking about music therapy or those detainees that have an interest in the music industry, let's capitalize on that so that we can expand their interest not only in music, but in other soft skills that are gonna get them to be successful as returning citizens when they go back to their communities. We also want them to be able to see the advantage of being involved in programs, right? And the first point is to make sure that we, are in, we have um, opportunities that are their interests. Music, our Hip Hop Jubilee today is one of them, connected to the commemoration of the 50 years anniversary in hip hop. Last week, we had intramural sports here for the young adults, rival gang members playing on the same team with kids from the community to come here with their families to be able to watch that. We're performing miracles every day on this island, and I think when people come here to visit and they see what we're doing, I think they're amazed at the turnaround that has happened between what was in place in 2021 to what you see today. Rikers Island has always had gangs. You're a lifelong uh, career law enforcement professional. Is the gang situation today different that you're facing here? Um, I don't think it's different. I think that given that there's no, there's such a high concentration of individuals that are here as violent offenders, we have done a lot to lower the length of stay. So when we got here, it was about 130 to 140 days. With our enhanced core production, which has today like about a 97 to 99% success rate, we've been lowered, we lowered that to about 103 days, but the cases are not being adjudicated through the court fast enough. So gangs coupled with a long length of stay, we have almost 500 people that have been here over two years waiting. We have almost a thousand individuals that have been charged with murder, over 600 individuals that have been charged with attempted murder. That coupled with a significant amount of percentage of our population suffering from mental illness creates a natural volatile situation. But our uniform officers, our non-uniform staff, we have answered the call, violence is down and use of force is down. Those are facts. In the 22 months that you've been commissioner, congratulations Thank on you. your promotion now to assistant deputy mayor for public safety. Thank you. Are there things that you wished you'd been able to do during this time? Because you came in with an action plan and got a lot of things done, but were there certain things that you were like, if only I'd had more time, or do you, are you gonna carry those over into your new role? Tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, so I think I'll be, I'll definitely be carrying those over, supporting the next commissioner, and continuing on the trajectory that we started 22 months ago, and continue building on that. So I'm still gonna have a voice in that area, because corrections is part of the overall public safety strategy of this city. So I'll still be involved in that. I think we are continuing to do everything that we need to do to further stabilize and strengthen the agency, shift the culture of the agency, and really invest in an infusion of talent that's been here to help us out. So I'm excited about all of those things. I look forward to working closely with the public safety strategies that has, under this administration, have already removed over 12,000 guns off the street, implemented a subway safety plan that has increased ridership to over 4 million, so building on those things to make New York City even safer than it is today is something that I'm looking forward to. All right, and Commissioner, the, um, the Hip Hop Jubilee, Yes. how excited are you about this? Well, I'm, I'm excited. Every time that we can engage with our young adults um, is an exciting time for me. 
Um, these programs were not available when my family members were, were, were here um, as adolescents. I often wonder if they had that outlet, if they had those types of interventions, maybe their trajectory would have been different. They're better today than over 20 years ago when that occurred. But I think any opportunity that we can take to change a trajectory, especially of a young person's life that's just as involved, we have an obligation to do so. Coming up, we'll show you an innovative new program that's using hip hop to give young detainees a chance to turn their lives around. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. I'm so glad you're with us for this special episode of Street Soldiers Inside Rikers Island. Our camera was the only one allowed in as hip-hop stars and music industry heavyweights shared their knowledge with detainees. There was a lot of energy on the stage for sure. We'd like to show you the detainees who performed, who included some of the hottest young drill artists in the city. But in accordance with Department of Correction regulations, we cannot show you their faces. It was a VIP panel of Joaquin Wadeen, president of Rough Riders, motivational speaker Pistol Pete, rapper Ray Wan, and hip-hop superstar Styles P. When you get free, stay free, this shit ain't worth it. It's fun outside. Y'all two, you should be doing that shit outside, reaping the benefits, having fun, doing great I want to see all y'all free. I want to see all y'all living life to the best of your ability. And um, me and my nephew was just talking about it. A lot of y'all don't know, but this is kind of like the new form of slavery. So don't be a slave, like, you know what I mean? Really, don't be a slave. Don't keep, don't keep falling for the trap. Like, you know what I mean? The conditions ain't good. Everything ain't right. So when you get a chance, focus on yourself. Use this to the best of your opportunity. Learn what you can. Uh, you're in a bad spot, you're supposed to make the best of it, but when you get out, do what you gotta do, man. Love y'all. My brother passed, growing up, bro, since I was little, bro, I was Styles P, bro. My brother used to always put that nigga when I used to go to school, bro. I don't know nobody's circumstances. It's a lot in life that you could do. Get off your block, go do other shit. I tell my friends that, bro. It's more to life we could do. Me and my brother came here just to check everybody, see how it is, and feel me? I agreed to come do this. Glad I came, so. Man, this shit trash, just remember that. After 30 years, I never thought in my life I'd be on Rackers Island doing this. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it's kind of like, it's crazy to me, because, you know, I did 17 years, I was the first predicate on Rikers Island. You know what I'm saying? For those that you don't know, was right, was pre first predicate on Rikers Island. The first guy that walked around with shackles, handcuffed, that bubble on, on, in, the, in the visit. I don't know if they're still there. You know, they did all kinds of shit just for me to get a visit. Because every chance I get, I get in, tr I get in trouble. I cut somebody. <clears throat> and um, I did 17 years, man. And it bothers me. It bothers me to see all y'all brothers in here like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Styles said, this is, this is a whole new slavery 
it, man. You know what I'm saying? So this, this ain't it. You got to come out and do your thing and work. There's a lot of job opportunities out there. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of opportunities out there to, for jobs. You know what I'm saying? Giving good money and all that. So you ain't got to be ashamed of anything. Go out there and get a f***ing job. Excuse my language, man. So, and, um, and stay focused. You know what I'm saying? And while y'all ain't here, learn how to respect each other. Regardless of what color you rep, what block you rep and all that, let's learn how to respect each other and love each other, man. All right? Peace. Let's give it up to Styles P. That's, yeah. Let's give it up to Pistol. Let's give it up to Locks. J1. This life is a journey. This is only a destination, right? This is only one stepping stone to your journey, right, for you to get to where you got to go. So the destination is one thing. That's just a chapter in your book. Okay? So that's just a chapter in your book. And then you're going to have another chapter, and you're going to have another chapter, but stay on the journey. You will never be disappointed. I dedicated four or five years of my life to my non-for-profit called Rough Riders to the Rescue, right? And, I'm, and what we do, we adopt cities, right? So it's, it's five of a five-point system. Now, if y'all know anything about Rough Riders, we got members all over the world, right? We have over 300 chapters, thousands and thousands of members. We turning cities into chapters now. See, before we did it for the love and fun, now we doing it for you. So this, this, this city right here, today, here in Rikers Island, we're going to have a conversation with the commissioner, the mayor, Booney, you going with me, and we're going to have a conversation about how to set the tone in the city right here in Rikers Island. We're going to start where the beef is started right here. So you know, it's beef going on in the streets, but the beef stays, you know, keep going because it's happened. The beef continues in the jail. So now... We have a music program, entrepreneur program. We have a, a community watch where we man our own hood. So we got young riders and rough riders. You know how a lot of the youth be like, yeah, y'all rough riders, but what y'all doing for us? We say, well, y'all young riders now, right? So y'all the next generation. So our job is to pass the torch. So if we don't pass the torch to y'all, we ain't do our job. See, a lot of cats do their job by passing the torch to the to their own kids and their own homies. But we gotta pass the torch to our community. That's the only way we survive. Salute. This is why. When we got here, everyone's like, Rikers is out of control. This is done, this, this can't be happening. This is a testament of all the SRG groups that we have in here today that we could come together for something positive and do the right thing. Most of you guys know, and I tell you, y'all are smarter than me. I just had different opportunities. We have so much talent, and a lot of the talent that we have, and you guys know this better than I do, is being wasted. It's being wasted. And so again, we have to use this as a platform and as a springboard to do the right thing so that we could get this jail in a position where, guess what? I don't want you to come back. We don't want you to come back. We don't want this to be a revolving door. But while you're here, we're going to make sure you get what you got coming. We caught up with Assistant Commissioner Sekou Ma'at after the event to get his take. When you were speaking to the detainees in there, it was very powerful what you were saying, like, I could be where you are if I hadn't had the opportunities that I had. And there wasn't any movement in the room. Nobody was talking. 
they were really paying attention to that and you really reached them with that. That was a very personal, personal way to approach them. Right. And, and that's and that, in the spirit of transparency, that's who we are. You know, that's who we are. But by the grace of whoever you deem is a higher power go many of us. And so some of us could have been in the same situation. We just made different choices and had different outcomes. And so uh, when you manage from that perspective, you're always looking to try to make the place better. Commissioner, how important are programs like today, this hip-hop jubilee, to the population here? Our programs are essential. Um, it gives the individuals in custody an outlet. It gives them a chance to smile, laugh, uh, celebrate. Um, it helps also with uh, them being active and engaged in different uh, activities. And so this type of program, whether it's uh, the hip-hop program or a basketball program or uh, the Peace Center, some of the things that we have in RNDC, uh, it's essential to, to their development. Thanks for joining us for this special episode of Street Soldiers Inside Rikers Island. Remember, use your mind, it's your best weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all. <laughs>